Hey, praise the Lord, friends. Um, I love you guys so much. Reaching out and preaching today and connecting with our beautiful friends and family in Abbotsford, British Columbia, right? In Canada. Uh, Solid Rock Church, uh, Pastor David, uh, Pastor Daniel, the whole family. I just want you to know that we love you so much. Uh, Destiny Point Church here in the middle of Missouri. Uh, Josh Palmer right here, my wife Jennifer, and our church family. Uh, We love you. We've been praying for you. Our hearts are with you. And if you ever need anything, you know, Pastor David knows that he could call us at any time. And uh, we just uh, lifting you up in this season. And I just want to speak over you that God is our comforter, right? The Holy Spirit, he's our comforter. And he is sending comfort that surpasses all understanding, a peace that surpasses all understanding, as his word says. And I just decree that over you. We love you so much and appreciate you. And I'm going to share some word with you today, and I am honored uh, to do so. Pastor David said that they're beginning a series. You're, you're starting a series here uh, called Power. And he said, Pastor Josh, whatever comes to your heart and spirit, when you hear the word power, I want you to preach along those lines. And so today, the title of my message would be this. I want to preach to you Kingdom Power. Kingdom Power. You know, the Bible says in Acts chapter number 1, verse number 8, it's a very familiar passage. Jesus is speaking to his disciples and to the people that gathered. He's about to ascend into the heavens. And he said to them, he said, go to Jerusalem and wait because I'm going to send you the promise. And he said in Acts chapter 1, verse number 8, he said, you will receive power. That Greek word there is dunamis, dunamis power. It is a power that regenerates, a power that will not go out, a supernatural God power. He said, you will receive dunamis power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses. He said, through Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Jesus had already said in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, he's talking to Peter. He said, upon this rock, I'm going to build my church. And he said, the gates of hell would not be able to prevail against it. And then he goes on to say in Matthew 16, 19, he said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom and whatever you bind on the earth will be bound in the heavens. Whatever you loose in the earth shall be loose in the heavens. He said, I'm going to build my church. The gates of hell will not be able to prevail against it, will not be able to stop it. He said, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. What does keys represent? Keys represent power. They represent authority. Then he said in Acts chapter 1 and 8 again, he said, the Holy Spirit, when he comes upon you, you will receive power. So let's talk today a little bit about kingdom power. Father, we ask you that you would just speak a word to our hearts. Lord, give us an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. God, again, we decree comfort, peace, power, and strength, God, over the Solid Rock family there in Canada, Lord. We love them dearly, and we know you do too. 
Lord, strengthen us today with your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. You know, kingdom revelation is one of the most profound and powerful revelations that we can get a hold of as a believer in Christ. It is most vital for the believer to understand, to operate, and then begin to impose the kingdom of God. God didn't just give us power so that we can just hold on to it. He gave us the power so it can flow through us and that we can impose his power and his authority in this domain, on this side of eternity, in this earth realm. He gave us the keys to the kingdom. You know, Jesus said this in Luke chapter 10 or Luke chapter 19, verse 10. He said, the son of man has come to seek and save that which was lost. He didn't come only to save lost souls and humanity, which was that was the main reason why he came. Jesus came to save us, no doubt. But he also came to restore to us the authority and power and the keys to the kingdom that Adam forfeited in the garden. So God came and sent Jesus, or God sent Jesus uh, to, to save and to seek that which was lost. It, he came to save the kingdom. He came to restore the kingdom. And then when Jesus came, he came to preach the kingdom and he came to impose the kingdom. Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world in John chapter 18, verse 30. Luke 17, 21, he said to the Pharisees that was asking him about his kingdom. He said, my kingdom's not here or there. It's not where you can observe it with your natural eye, but my kingdom is within you. We understand some things about the kingdom. I know, church, that your pastor teaches you and preaches you uh, the kingdom of God and the things of the kingdom. And I want to share with you, we understand these things, that we live in two worlds, number one, right? We live in a natural world, but we also live in a spiritual world. And what we do in the natural affects the spiritual, and what we do within our spirit realm affects our natural. Number two, I want to tell you that when you have relationship with the king, you inherit the kingdom. The kingdom is within you because you have relationship with the king of kings and the lord of lords. And you, number three, are a citizen of the kingdom. And when you are a citizen of a domain, you have the rights to that kingdom. You have dual citizenship today. Uh, you are Canadian. I am an American. Uh, we have some rights in our uh, lands, right? And in our uh, citizenship. Uh, but we are also dual citizens of another realm, the kingdom of God. We are citizens of his kingdom. And we have protection and we have rights and we have promises within that kingdom. But then also, as we shared, we also have been given the keys to the kingdom. We have authority. We have power that's been given to us. We can access some things. We have the power and the perks and the presence of God. And we have his benefits and we have his blessings because we are a part of his kingdom. And we have kingdom power. We understand that repentance is the access point to the kingdom. Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So you've got to repent. You've got to change your mind in order to access the kingdom. We understand, number two, that the kingdom priority leads to resources and blessings. Matthew chapter 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom and all of his righteousness and everything you need will be added unto you. When the kingdom becomes a priority in your life and you begin to operate and think through the kingdom filter 
Everything you need begins to be attracted to you when you seek ye first the kingdom. And then again, we've been given the keys to the kingdom. Keys lock things. Keys unlock things. Keys are there to bind and to loose. When we decree a thing, it shall be established is what Job said. So keys represent authority. And this is the heart of my message today. It's this. Since we have citizenship in the kingdom, and since we have now the keys to the kingdom, we have kingdom power. When we have a relationship with the Holy Ghost, and we've been empowered by the Holy Spirit, we have His power. We have His keys. We have His authority. And we have access to an unshakable kingdom. And I want to tell you, church, like never before, it is time for the church of God across the globe to rise up and begin to impose the kingdom power that we have been given. It's time for us to move into our kingdom assignments. It's time for us to submit to the kingdom mandate. It's time for us to run after the purposes of the king. And it's time for us to rise up with the heart of Jesus and impose this kingdom. I can't sit around anymore. I can't be lazy anymore. I can't do my own thing anymore. I can't be lukewarm anymore. I'm preaching to somebody. It's time for us to rise up and have the fire of God and, and be endued with this power and begin to operate in the kingdom power that he has given us. Again, you have kingdom power. He has given you the keys to the kingdom. Jesus, his prayer was basically again like this. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May you impose your kingdom plan, your will, your purposes right now, right here in this realm, in my life, in every situation. You know, the word impose means this. The word impose means to force, to thrust, to press, to charge, to establish. But my favorite definition of the word impose means to apply authority. And that's the heart of my message to you today, church, is that you have the kingdom power, you have the keys to the kingdom to apply his authority in your life, in your situation, in every dilemma. Again, Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, right? He said this in Luke chapter number 4. He said, He has anointed me to preach to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, the recovering of sight to the blind, to set liberty those who are bruised, and to preach jubilee, freedom to those in this hour. Jesus was saying, I've come to impose the kingdom of God in this moment and in this realm. Jesus came to earth from the kingdom domain. He come to impose his kingdom. He come to heal the sick. He healed blind Bartimaeus. He raised up Jairus' daughter. He cast out devils. He delivered legion from many devils. He multiplied the bread and the fish and fed thousands. He raised Lazarus. He laid hands on the lame man and those who had leprosy and they would be healed. Jesus came to teach us and show us that we can impose his kingdom and we have power to do so. 
Then Jesus authorized his disciples to go forth and impose the kingdom. In Matthew chapter 10, verse number 8, he said, Go forth, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, and cast out devils. Go and impose the kingdom in this world. I come to tell you today that the world around you that is lost, the world around you that is hurting, the world around you that is depressed, the world around you uh, where men are, are lost spiritually and they're on their way to a devil's hell. You know what? The world around us doesn't need another number one hit on the billboards. It doesn't need another high. It doesn't another, need another hit from a, from a joint. It doesn't need another drunken binge. It doesn't not need another person's bed to sleep in. It doesn't need more money. It doesn't need more material things. This world doesn't need another Hollywood superstar or another athlete to do things uh, that wows them. This world is hurting and broken and struggling and depressed. And the world needs an encounter with the king of this kingdom, Jesus Christ. This world needs an encounter with the kingdom. It needs a manifestation of his presence, a demonstration of his power, and an encounter with his glory. This world needs some kingdom people to rise up and go forth in kingdom power and demonstrate the power and love of Jesus Christ. This world needs someone to reach into the gutter with one hand and reach into glory with the other and pull people out of the gutter of this world and bring them into the kingdom purposes and mandate and for them to see the kingdom power. God's looking for some people that he can fill with the Holy Ghost and power to go forth and be a witness and be a sign. We have the opportunity to walk in kingdom power, church. It's time for us to impose the kingdom. I want to ask you this question. You will either be this, are you this? You are either an imposer or you are an imposter. <laughs> an imposer is one that brings forth the authority and applies authority. That's what an imposer is. But an imposter is a, a pretender. It's a fake. It's a deceiver. We are either imposers of the kingdom or we are either imposters of the kingdom. I want to be the real deal, to have the real power and show the love of God with signs and wonders and miracles following. I don't want to be an imposter of the kingdom, just a pretender. A few things that we got to understand is this, again, that there is power in our words. We have kingdom power within us and there's power in our words. And number one, we got to decree the word of God. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And if you're going to have kingdom power in this day and in this hour, you've got to have the right language. You've got to speak the word of God. That doesn't mean that we don't see the facts of our situation dilemma, but we speak truth over our facts. We speak the word of God. Let your kingdom come, Lord, in this earthly realm. I speak your word. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. When I decree a thing, it shall be established. I got to speak kingdom language and I've got to speak kingdom power over my situation. I've got to change my language. I got to change what I'm saying. I can't be saying things like this. I'm down. I'm depressed. I'm, go I'm not going to make it. I don't know if God's going to do it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to have victory in this situation. My marriage is crumbling. Uh, I don't think it's ever going to last. My best days are behind me. No, I've got to speak kingdom language. I am blessed. I am blessed in the city, blessed in the field. I'm above and not beneath. 
means I'm the head and not the tail. I am more than a conqueror. I have the keys to the kingdom. I'm a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Got to speak kingdom language to begin to impose kingdom power. Number two, your prayers impose kingdom power. James 5 and 16 says the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous, they avail much. It's time for the church to get on our knees and pray. It's time to seek the Lord. We pray without ceasing. In other words, we're connected with God throughout the day, right? We're praying. You know, my wife and I, we are in constant communication throughout the day. We're texting one another. We're FaceTiming one another at, at times. We're Marco Poloing one another. We're sending each other uh, 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 memes that are funny. We're texting, calling. Throughout the day, a work day, we are in uh, communication throughout the day. Um, we are communicating without ceasing. <laughs> we are to pray without ceasing. Throughout the day, we are spending time with the Lord, walking down the street, uh, working at your job. You say, Lord, I love you today. I praise you today. Man, I'm praying for my friend today. Lord, bless me today. You're, you're communicating. But there's also got to be this time when we go into our prayer closet and we spend time with God. We've got to pray because the effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous avail much. And if you want kingdom power, you've got to build an altar and spend time with God. You got to speak kingdom language. Number two, you got to be a person of prayer. And number three, we got to be people that witness. Our witness is vital. What did he say in Acts chapter one, verse eight? He said, you will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you shall be my witnesses. You shall be my witnesses. That word witness in the Greek is the same word where we get our word martyr. One who would lay down their life for their faith. What a, what a degree of, of expectation. What a, a, a level of being sold out. Not only am I a witness that, that shares my testimony, but I am so sold out that to live is Christ and to die would be gain. Right? That's what he's saying here. You'll be my witnesses when the power of the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You'll be so sold out to me. And that you'll speak and you'll preach and, 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 and it'll burn within you that things of this world will not matter. The only thing that really matters at the end of the day is living for Christ and proclaiming Christ and witnessing him with our words and our lifestyle. If you want kingdom power and you want the power of the Holy Ghost, he said, when you receive it, you will be my witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost parts of the earth. It's time for the church to rise up and be that witness. We are the watchmen on the wall, according to Ezekiel's vision and the word of God that came to him. Ezekiel said, if the watchman on the wall, when he sees the enemy come, if he doesn't speak and the enemy comes and takes over the city, the blood will be upon his head. But if he cries out and speaks the warning, now it's up to the people to decide, but the blood will not be on the watchman's hands anymore. You and I are the watchmen of the kingdom. We have the greatest news that Jesus Christ came to save, restore us and redeem us. It's time to proclaim his word and preach his gospel. You have the power of the Holy Ghost Church. You have kingdom power to shake this world, to shake your nation, to shake your community, to shake your church. I encourage you, Solid Rock, 
to rally together like never before and run after God. Support your pastors and leadership. Run after the vision that's before you. May His power come upon you and may kingdom power flow through you into your day, into your hour, into your generation and people around you. May God use you. I want to pray for you. Pastor David, I love you. What an honor to preach to your church family today. I love you so much. I'm praying for you. Praying for you. We love you. Our hearts are with you right now. Church family, we love you. We pray for you all the time. We are so thankful for the covenant relationship we have with you and your pastors. Lord, I pray right now, let there be an endowment of power, God. Come upon us. Wherever people are watching, in their living room, in their car, uh, in the kitchen, wherever, God, Lord, let your power saturate their heart and touch them. We want to operate in kingdom power. We want to be your witnesses today, God. Let us go forth and preach this gospel, teach this gospel, and live out this gospel to a lost and hurting world around us. God, use us and bless us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Solid Rock family, again, we love you. Appreciate you so much. We're here for you. Greater things in store. Keep pressing after him. May you walk in kingdom power in Jesus' name. Amen.